Hi, it's early Friday morning, and finally, can't go. I had two big symptoms to go to last night. By the time we came back, I was too tired to do the Tefillah podcast, but I hope to do it right now. Uh, as always, uh, sponsored by Mishpachas Stefanski. Uh, this week, of course, is Parshas Para. Uh, I don't know about your show, but we say the Osiris, and uh, many do, many do not. And even if you do not, I want to call your attention to a famous liturgical poem, uh, a Yotzeris, a, a piet from the Lesser Kaliri, which is interesting in in many respects. So even if you're not the type of person or in the shoulder, do you notice you might just have looked at this one up, just Tom was like to check it out, because it's always at the back of the Sidurim, the article Sidurim, certainly. Um, this is a piece of, uh, of uh, famous uh, Jewish poetry. And I'll tell you what I mean when I say that. <coughs> It's from Kaliri. I think both halves are. I might be wrong about that. <clears throat> but it's very interesting that there develops a certain, um, what's the right word, Magbeya, a certain uh, pattern. And then it's sort of like repeated. The original uh, pattern is Yom Kippur. It's like built in to the uh, concept of Yom Kippur that we recite liturgically the Avodah Hayom. The Amitz Koach, as they say, I forget what the other one's called. <clears throat> One's Ashkenaz, one's Fard. But as we all know, a major part of the service in Kippur, and always has been, is to reenact in a certain sense, uh, certainly liturgically, the Avodah Yom Kippur. Everybody gets to play Klongadol, right? You know, you hit the ground and so forth and so on. Now, um, uh, if this is true Yom Kippur, so that's because the Avodah Yom Kippur is quite complex. Uh to some people, complexity is a turn off. To others, especially 1,500 years ago, complexity was a turn on, especially in the Byzantine era and so forth. The more complex, the better. This is a matter of aesthetics. Uh, aesthetics change, tastes change over time. And like I said before, sometimes Eiskepachkovit is very in, and sometimes it's not. You know, that's how it goes. So the complexities... Of the Vodasiyama Kippurim, which I think you're more or less familiar with. I always say if you want to get a straight, easy way of understanding it, not that such a thing is so easy, just read the Rambam on uh, Hilkas, uh, you know, what is it called? Um, you know, Vodasiyama Kippurim. Not the other one, not Shvisa's also, which is about the rules of Yom Kippur, but about the Vodasiyama Kippurim. Now, they became a certain model. Uh, now, that's because there's an Avoda and a complex Avoda associated with it. And you and I know what I'm talking about. He turned right, he did this, all that stuff. And in between, there's a lot of words you say. Anybody who's familiar with Mishnayis humor or something like that kind of recognizes, I would say, right? I mean, anyone who's a little bit learned, you know, uh, get to a certain age, the words are not strange anymore. At least I don't think so. Maybe I'm different, I don't know, but it's, it's not strange anymore. It doesn't lend itself to Parsha Zohar. Because there's no avoda connected with Parsha Zohar. It doesn't exactly lend itself to Parsha Shkalim because there was no avoda exactly associated with Parsha Shkalim. I mean, I get it that Shkalim is when they raise things for temple purposes, but there's no avoda, no no ceremony, other than the, uh, the, the three boxes, which is mentioned, you know, somewhat in the uh, Yotzeris of uh, there. However... This week is Parsha's part, Paraduma. Paraduma does have an Avodas Paraduma. It's a lot shorter than the Avodas Yom Kippurim, 
And that means it's a lot shorter on the Yotzers. But we have a, a very interesting, to my mind, uh, knockoff, imitation, but in miniature, of the Yom Kippur Avodah in the Yotzers that was put together for this week. So, the famous one is... Uh, I'm looking in, in my art scroll sitter, page 372, Asura Mufrasha. So, there are two themes to sort of emphasize in uh, when it comes to Paraduma. One is, you might say, ideational. Perhaps you would prefer philosophical. The other one is the Avod itself. Because <clears throat> there's a Mishnah, it's called Paraduma, as everybody knows. And it's got, you know, the rules and regulations. They build a ramp, they, they walk the, the uh, par over the ramp, they shaft it on the other side, and hire and so forth and so on. Many many are familiar with that, at least to some degree. Now, um, when it says over here that they're doing the Yotras, there is also the famous Agarato, which says, The Moshe couldn't hop what's going on. How could it be that the guy who the, the guy makes you tahar, but he himself becomes tummy. It didn't make any sense. I'll tell you the truth, I've never quite understood. There's a lot of paradoxes in the 613 mitzvahs, but for some reason, everybody's come fixated on the paraduma. Shite. And there are agaditas, midrash, rabba, particular meshtan chuma, which, which Rashi quotes to some degree in the chumash, you know, there in chukas, uh, that Moshe was wondering about this. This is what Kaliri focuses on the first half of the poem. And the second half is the imitation, much shorter, of the Avodos Yom Kippurim. You know, the coin turned to the right, he sprinkled to the left, you know, the Zikanim did this, you know, that kind of talk. And they're both kind of cute in their own way. The first one, now the art scroll does have a translation. I'll be honest with you, I don't like the translation so much. I know, you know, I don't want to criticize them. I mean, eh, whatever. But it's, it, you know, but for the person that's not familiar with the Hebrew, I don't expect to be, you know, familiar with the Kaliri type Hebrew, which is, as we've talked about last time, when we made the Utskotes, is kind of deliberately obscure. It, the beauty of it for people in in that Baroque era, under the Byzantine period, lay properly, precisely, in the um, obscurity of it, which you're supposed to disentangle. You get it? You look at a poem as as, as an archaeological site to be mined. You say, oh, this is what the word means, and so forth. So, it's very famous. He's Atsura Mufrasha, uh, Atsura Voloma Farasha. They're Atsura with an olive and then Atsura with an ayin, you know, and uh, it's a very nice play on words. I'll tell you my, I, I don't like the Arkansas translation, I'll tell you my translation. Atsura Mufrasha with the word Otsar. So, in other words, the Paradum is part of the Otsar, the treasury, Mufrasha, separate, in other words, special. Atsura Voloma Farasha, but it's also Atsura, it's also obscure, hidden. F is Atsur Vazuv. And Vlomifurasha. So it's Muf so you see it play on words? Mufrash means separate. Mifurash means exp- you know explain. And uh the Paraduma mitzvah is, of course, explained, you know, but um uh it's also was unique. That's a good word, Mufrasha. Zos Chukas Aparsha Bakhosh and the Parsha's Chukas, you know, Zos Chukas Aparsha. When you get to Parsha Zos Chukas. So see how he played on the words Mufrash, Mifurash, and Parsha. Bakhoshana Miss Parsha. So he's <laughs> he's having fun with the with the three letter Shorish, you see him? Parash, which can mean so many different things in Hebrew. And then it sounds a little bit the point I wanted to make is 
I, I I noticed this here. I didn't notice it before. I think this served as a uh, model for the guy who did the Shabbos Agol thing, which I spoke about a great deal last year, Yosef Elam, in the time of Rashi, uh, because it's one of these uh, interesting things. You know, the Chazan was the one who used to recite the, the, the Piyot. That's how it went in the old days. And uh, there's a little bit of the idea of, I'm calling on the scholars to pay attention. Labali asufos chidusev chasufos. For the smart people, the riddles are hidden. In other words, if you learn up the sugya, you know, closely, of paraduma yuchap, and you can get all the little pebbles and the diktukim, notice all the little details are there. Aruchu shmura, kavutza gemura, drusha amura, bakal v'chamura. All the rules are found in Kalvachamras and Kitsuba Gamora. It's all set there. Zina Onov. Now here's the thing. God was Mizayain from the word Zon. He 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 uh, bestowed it. He fed it to Onov, to Moshe Rabbeinu. He's the Onov. Bifnini Ma'onov in with the jewels in his headquarters. In other words, Moshe was shown this in a Sinai. Very nice way. And he enlightened his eyes. Okay, or maybe he overshadowed his eyes. It's 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 not easy to tell, but I say that in a good way. You know, it's 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 really wonderful. Like the way he he uh, you know made it. To, I think it means he dazzled. Like you know, and I'll tell you why. Here's the reason why. Rod Kehiskis Tom Mishnasa Moshe Rabbeinu trembled when he heard the beginnings in the, in the Mishnah. Par Bashtai Megla Bashnasa. Which is the beginning of the Mishnahis, right? Par Bashtayim and Egla Bashnosa. Bitzer Tzir Tachan and the Tzir, which is the ambassador to Moses, is the Tzir, God's messenger. Bitzer Tzir Tachan, he offered a prayer, meaning a pleading from the word Tachan. When he heard the Vart, I hope from me, People are able to learn the halacha in the future. Yifred, they will emerge from me from Pruvu. And Yido Bo Halichos, I hope people will be able to explain how it works. Bishinun Halachos, El Hanorchos, Vela Mishalchos, the ones that are laid down, the ones you have to figure out yourself. Riyasa Ech Lachzos, I hope they will understand how to do the paraduma, because it's complex. Ech Lachzos, how to see the, what the par looks like. Domo Ech Lachzos, how to sprinkle the blood, because it's a whole thing. Biura melahavsos, and I hope they won't make fun of the pshat there, lechavos lamizos. You see, parduma is one of those things that, they, that the Gemara says explicitly that they make fun of us about. It's in the fifth parak of Yuma somewhere. You know, that there are certain things in Judaism that seem weird, and one of them is the parduma. Another one is the Sarla Azazel. And he and Moses was praying to God, make it that the Pshad and Parduma doesn't get mocked. Right? When God says, Tell the Kohanim, let's put it this way, Shuna his face uh, changed. Now he doesn't I don't think he means Pasha Zemra, I mean in, in our parsha about, you know, because let's face it, the, the Paraduma ceremony performed by the Kohanim. Uh, Moshe uh, turned around and his eyes lit up. 
But when he heard the words, that the coin who performs the Tara himself becomes Tommy, he freaked out. You think I'm exaggerating when I say he was terrified by by uh, Palatsus. He almost got a stroke. I mean, that's what that means. Achzani Palatsus. He almost got a stroke. That is to say, the paradox shocked Moshe Rabbeinu. This is not me talking, this is the Kaliri. Vesach, and he said to God, which of course is a puzzle, but in other words, how could the guy performing the purification ritual himself become Tomei? Koshtim Ripara, the whole shot with the Paraduma, called Tohar Matama. If it makes the Tohar person Tomei, if, if contact with the Paraduma, or the water makes you tummy. How can it accomplish? How can it effect? Taviracha to get rid of the tumma. So this is the famous um, medrash that we're all familiar with, and it's you know the most dramatic part of the paraduma ceremony. Otherwise, it's just a mundane ceremony if you think about it. But the Kaliri is trying in the piyutim to bring out the dramatic moments connected with the mitzvah if you can find them. And in the case of paraduma. He can find it. That Moshe Amenu upstairs, you know, basically is taking another law, Tzitzis, yeah, Shabbos, yeah, Kashos, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, Paraduma, huh? Huh? Lo Higid, and God answered him, Chukachakti. This is, you know, the famous answer. It's a chok. Umatiagaleda. And why are you struggling to understand it? It's beyond you. Amuka Mishol Mateda. That which is deeper than Shaol. How can you possibly know? Now, by the way, wonderful play on words. Amukah Mish'ol means deeper than, than than death. You know, Sha'ol, where you go when you die. But on the other hand, so no, it's, it's, it's beyond the human capacities. But also, Sha'ol means from asking a Shiloh. It's too deep for you to ask a Shiloh. Wonderful Dublon tundras that you find in this Kaliri stuff. Yavo Efra Apara. But if you want me to give you a shot, God says, I'll give you a shot. Yavo Efra Apara, Lahal bin Tinapen Para. That the paradum is a it's a ticket for the eglazov, like we say. That the para should be malbin clean up the tinufa de bena para, the uh, you know that the 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 child of the par, which is the eagle, made all over the floor, and the par is like cleaning it up. Heyos kaparla sir kapara, will be a kapara for those who are uh, as wayward as a wild uh, cow, which is a famous expression in the vim. So look again, yavay for para. Um, ben, ben para, he goes kapara, lasara, kifara. He, you know, he like, likes to play those words in different ways. I think the Kaliri must have had a sheet and then wrote, wrote the three letter showers and then says, How much fun can we have with this? Rumas, vikhalecha para. And there's something very nice over here. When he said, vikhalecha para, now here it's a Rashi. Of course, the Kaliri came before Rashi. So, I mean, Rashi is telling you old Chazals. But the Pasuk says, I think you know, um, we're going to read on Shabbos. Uh, so what do you Take for you, Moses. But then it says, And then the whole ceremony is performed by a lozer. So in other words, Moses has nothing to do with it. So it's a famous question. So why does God say, Take for yourself. What does Moshe have to do with the ceremony of Paraduma? The answer is nothing. So what is it? Why does it say, Vikwe Lecha? And is a famous uh, shot 
Rashi quotes it over here in very brief form. Rashi says, Okay? Which, um, I'm just reading it from the Sifsei which of course is quoting from other sources. Lefi, uh, and then it says Elazar Cohen does it. Okay, so what's the shot with that? And the answer is Lefikisha Osa Moshe parts of Midbar when Moshe made the Paro. They used this Paro ashes on every subsequent Paro Dumel that was ever used. Right, but Chol Paros how you speak in La'ar of Mis Mi Parashal Moshe, or Bezem Bekachin Osha, Vila Psulei for Paro, Lekachni and Kulin Shal Moshe. So all the, which is a nice idea, that um, all the later Parodumas, and they mentioned what does it mean, eight or nine of them. You know, it's very hard to find an all red animal, all red cow with no mum. And second of all, um, you got to obviously burn it up into ashes. Think about this. I mean, this is just in general logistics problems. How did the whole Paraduma system work? Because you got to sprinkle on millions of people over the course of time. And, you know, this thing is not enough. Unless you literally hold, I guess, that mom's an ash, you know? Like I had some water with an ash or two in it and sprinkled on you. And, uh, you know, that did it. So if you if you literally do, you know, a, a, a tiny piece of ash, enough a piece of ash, enough a piece of ash, so then there's millions, you know? But it had to be mixed with the uh, with the coin with the uh, original one. Hirashi in uh, Perk in Chukas on Pasuk Tes says, mm-hmm. I'm reading Rashi that the Paraduma ashes were divided in three ways. One was on Harzesim, that was for one purpose. Now listen closely. The Parduma ashes that they kept on Harzesim, Kohanim Gedolim, Mimeno. Then the other Kohen Gadols used to use a little bit of that to touch together with their with theirs. So and that's why Kaliri, of course, knows all this. So this is Rumaz, Vikhoilecha, this is the last lines. Rumaz, Vikhoilecha Param. There was a remis when he said Vikhoilecha, Heyos Paraso Musmedes. That Moshe's original cow, the physical cow that Moshe consecrated, shakala paros kolos v'shalcholad lo'omedes, which is lashon of the measures. That all the other paros can be totally used up. In other words, let's say the second paraduma that was ever made. Eventually, they ran out and they had to make another paraduma. I mean, it went for a long time, but eventually they used it all up. But shalcholad lo'omedes, but not that of Moshe, because that of Moshe was a huge amount. And a tiny bit of it was used for every subsequent part to mix it together. So if you think of it that way, I'm just going to make this up. Suppose there's a million pieces of ashes in Moshe's para, assuming. And then they make a second para, and they use one ash or two. But the other 999,999 is still there. And then many, year, many, many years later, they made a third para. Again, you do one or two. So Moshe, so the quantity, I mean, if you go through 10 million years, you'll eventually get to finish Moshe's off, but it ain't going that long. So in this little paragraph, he he told whatever drama there is, right? Where Moshe is wondering what's shot and God says is the chok. But Hashem also told him to make him feel good 
that, you know, don't worry, your your part is going to be, that the part didn't want to be associated with you. Obviously, it seems to me that the idea is you, uh, you were the original machaper for the Egel Azor, but, you know, you got the Jews out of that jam. And so you, you, the paradigm, which always removes the tumor, is always going to be associated with you. Which is a nice idea. But then, having done that, which is similar to what we do in the other Yomim Tovim, we have like a little bit of a sacred history, which precedes the avodah of the Yom, or the halachic discussion of the Yom. You know, you took us out of Egypt, you did this, and so forth. So here also, we just did whatever little drama there is in this uh, mystical paradigm, which otherwise would be boring. And then you get down to the halachas, which again, are not so long. So those who don't look long Puyuta will be happy with that part. They're not so long, but it's, it's um, what's the right word? It's imitating in in, in abbreviated form, the Vodas Yom So it's called Imra Sununa Strufa Badula Badasim Arufa. Uh, that the Imra, the words, meaning the halachas, of the Paraduma are snufa, tsrufa, they're very purified, which is a nice vart. Bedula, bedasa, marufa. But they're not, they're different than the eglarufa. <laughs> so all of a sudden he's saying like this. You got the Paraduma over here, but don't confuse it with the eglarufa. Kedela, kiranalis, rufa, you know, it's grown, uh, especially, you know, around like a, like a, a flourishing tree, you know, uh, meaning you have to take care of the red cow, the shungene, you know, it should be raised just perfectly. Drusha Beziku Shiva Mishiva. And there's this idea over here that it's a, you know, a, there's a Shiva from a Shiva. Uh, what's that? What's the sevens? Well, right off the bat, you know anything about the Paraduma, you know the sevens. Well, Paras Kohanim, Shiva Shiva. Hazayus Tfilas Vikibusim Shiva. There are seven the sprinklings. Well, Paras Kohanim Tarm to me, Shiva. And I think they made seven cows. Okay? I believe that's what they did throughout Jewish history. Okay? So in other words, there were seven coin goddles that made it. It's a mission, you know. Uh, Elio, ain't I, all those people, whatever. Zik, so that's like an intro. Zikne Gazis. Now it sounds like Avodis Yom Kippur. Zikne Gazis, Tamimimimum, the people in the, the Sanhedrin, Lishka Gazis, who they themselves, Tamimimimum, you know, they're perfect tzaddikim. Chavuel Yavakro Valhayus Bamum. They used to check out the para to make sure there's no mum. Tahoratila Adam's community. It's got to be all totally red. He also me Hong Kong Kevesh para. Now he's following the Mishnah. Out of the private money, the Kohen Gadol used to build a ramp. So you you know this, right? That there was a, there was a, a ramp crossing the Kidron Valley, which enabled you to walk straight to walk. I say straight from from the base of Migdash. Uh, to the Har uh, Harzasim. Today it's a, a cemetery, but I mean it wasn't then. It's 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 you know to, you saw the uh, the um what the heck is it uh the YouTube's about the Rakhine Kanyeski had that like that little ramp to help him walk to the shoal, you know. So they used to have for for for, for the uh Parduma. Uh it was Kevesh. Keep a mul Otan Bahotifara. And of course as we know that uh, you know, the each arch was uh, had a lower pier with, with with glory. In other words, it was uh, fancy the 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 uh, the walkway. Lahotzi bought me tama mifira, so that way you could take away the paraduma, transport it to the place you're going to 
shechted and burn it and so forth. The helpers went to him to Harmishka. See the tones? They're trying to imitate the Yom Kippur when the Sarazazel was walked out on a, on a ramp and people accompanied. Now it's different, of course, but he's, he's recalling the uh, majesty of the ceremonial of the temple. You see? Mesada Vito, those who are so aid, help. Yosel Armishka, Nochatz Tvolsheni Zavor, Karashucha. And, you know, they had to um, immerse themselves the second time against the Tzedukim, who, did, who, who didn't agree. That's in the Mishnah over there. Again, it reminds you that the on Yom Kippur, the coin had to swear these not going to do like the Tzedukim and their Metamim on purpose. In other words, the crowd listening to this in the time of Kaliri would say, oh, it's like a Shagal Yom Kippur. Uh, and anyway, Yom Kippur is to be Mechaper, Metahir, and here's a ceremony of similar lines. It's kind of cute that way, at least to me. Amen Mikednum Pon of Lamarov. And again, like the coin Gadol on Yom Kippur, you know, he faced a certain direction over there, correct? You know, he stood to the east facing west. That's what it says in the Mishnah. Um, facing west, in other words, in the direction of the sun. And, um, Para Shachad Vedamlo Erev. Again, it sounds like the, the, the... Are you familiar? I mean, what I'm saying to you, those who are familiar at all with the, uh, what we're saying in Kippur, you'll see, you'll see the parallels. It's kind of cute, right? So, as he says... Uh, he shechted the par, Padamle we didn't mix the blood. Sos ba charoyos umokta herav. And he ignited from the word lahatsisa ish. He ignited the, the, the fire with the with the twigs and so forth. Um, you know, to burn it. They're gonna burn it the whole thing to a crisp, to ashes. Kamul Sharisan Badam Shabayaza, and it faced towards the Sharisan and, and sprinkled seven times. Ran and Erizoza And he would see, you know, you do it with a the hyssop and uh, the crimson wool and the cedar wood, you know, and Shimala called eight stars. Zeba Ezo says, This all eight stars? In other words, like they used to do against the Tzedukim. Tirgel Halakam. And then the ashes would be divided into three parts, like I told you before Rashi mentions. Okay. Kol Mishmaris Haim And the Mishmaris would take their parts. Tachunal Mishmaris Ad. The Kukim Yakim. And part of it was kept, um, as they say, for the Moshe Rabbeinu stuff. Um, for what? On the Kukim Yakim. Until God revised the base of Migdash. Okay? On the Kukim Yakim. Until we have Tchesa Mason and those which are in the Kuk. That's like a double entendre. The, uh, till, till, till we have Tchesa Mason. And also till they find the Paradum again. Because the ashes, we believe, of the part of the most of the thing is still around somewhere. And so we we hope and pray, we conclude piously on the idea that one day to be Mashiach time and so on and so forth. You know, uh, I recall that there's a Tosefta, I don't know why I remember this, that when they came back at the beginning of the Second Temple in, in, in Case Babel through Babel time, uh, they found the uh, part of the stuff because the Babylonians didn't treat the base of Mishra like the Romans later on. They didn't smash it and totally level it to the ground, but rather they just busted and destroyed the buildings and left them in ruins. The way you see some of these uh, things online of, of Ukraine now, after the Russians bombed them, they're still the uh, buildings in there, they're just totally busted. So, uh, you know, it's a mess. So the part of the was still there, but now he we don't have it today, 
So is, I don't know, is it buried or something? I don't know what they do with it. But he's saying, I'm the Kukim Yokim. You know, the Kukim is, is, is buried in the clefts, in the rocks. Uh, so it ends in a pious note. So just in those two little poems, which is not the totality of the Yotras, but I would say is, is a major part of it. It's not long, right? It's Ramamish not long. Uh, you know, uh, that's the Kaliri parts. He tries his best, as you can see, to evoke a picture of the Avodas um, Beis Hamikdash, because the purpose was, when we just do Parshas Paro, you're supposed to remember, hey, we're getting ready for Pesach. Once upon a time, my friends, not today, sadly, very sadly, we don't have Beis Hamikdash, so Pesach has a completely different character. You have a Seder at home and so forth. But once upon a time, the time of our ancestors, people had to go to Beis Hamikdash, bring the Karm Pesach. After all, Karm Pesach is one of the two mitzvahs I say. There are no other mitzvahs of omission which are chayv chorus. Usually all the chayv chorus is mitzvahs of, I mean, I'm sorry, averis of commission. Here you have uh, avera of omission. So that means that everybody had to go to Beis Hamikdash. What was it like? So the average guy thinks, oh, I'm going to Beis Hamikdash with my animal. No, you're not. First, you got to be Matayar. <laughs> you see? That's a part of the part all about. Oh, how do I imagine that? Oh, I just gave you a whole evocation of what the ceremony was like back in the days of ancestors and on the Kokim Yokim, and one day it'll come back. Anyway, I thought that's kind of cute. I always like these uh, Kaliri things. That's uh, my nature. And uh, again, even if you don't recite the Yotas, which are not long, uh, you could look at that one. I think you'll have fun with it. With that, once again, I want to thank, as always, Mishpacha Stefanski, and uh, wish everybody a good Shabbos.